Welcome to Love in Life, a guide to a positive mindset. My aim is to show you that the key to a happier and more positive mind is to love the life you have. We will look at tips and tools you can use to improve your mindset. And the best thing is, we'll all be on this journey together. Welcome back to Love in Life to episode 33. We are... um, on the what date will it be tomorrow when this goes out it will be the 22nd of February can you believe that already the good news is it's nearly spring Um, I've got some lovely um, bulbs coming through in my garden I've got lots of snowdrops and um, I always love it when the snowdrops and the daffodils come out because you know that we're on the way to more pleasant weather when everyone's just that little bit happier like I absolutely love autumn and winter but it gets to the end of winter and I'm like I'm done in fact I feel like that about the change of every season I'm just always ready for the next season always ready for a change which is good so last week as you know for half term my um for my kids half term we went to Disneyland And we went with my sister and her kids and it was, I had such a lovely, lovely time, wonderful time. It was amazing. Um, It was a different, a completely different dynamic to what it, um, when we've been before, uh, when it's just been the four of us, obviously it's only us to think about, but my sister obviously being a single parent with three children, um, all very different children um, of different ages. Oh, it's just, um, I mean, it's lovely for them to experience it all together. Um, But it was like when two families come together who are quite different, um, it can sometimes end up, you know, somebody's not happy, you know, it doesn't go somebody's way, it doesn't go the way you imagine it. But it was honestly, like I, our, our dynamic just works brilliantly. And so when my sister needed to take one or more of the kids off like to chill out then we would have the others and it was just it was lovely it was so lush to spend time with my sister and spend time with all the kids and like seeing them enjoy this lovely special experience together because it's probably something that will never happen again so yeah it was really special but anyway I don't want to go on about that too much that's not what I'm um here to talk about today Um, But I do want to tell you something about what happened on our journey there. So we drove and we hired a van, not a van, but like a a minibus sort of thing, like bigger than a people car, but not quite a minibus. It was like a nine seater. And we drove it, Craig drove it so as we could all travel together, which obviously makes sense. Now, when we were on the way, we had to get on the M25, like to go down to where we were getting the train to go under the English Channel to get over to France. So we went on the M25. And I don't know if I've ever said in this podcast before, but we, um, 13 or so years ago, we actually lived London Way. We lived in Surrey um, for Craig's job. And some of those memories are really, really lovely. Some are not so lovely, but it's always... Um, quite reminiscent when we drive through that area even if we don't go into the area even just going on the m25 around that area it still brings back memories and we still reminisce and like 
as you know, I'm a positive thinker, so I do tend to think about the positive, lovely memories than more so than the sad and lonely memories that I have got if I delve deep enough. Um, but anyway, when we were traveling on our way, I said to Craig, when we were sort of coming up to that area, I said to Craig, do you know what? One day, like maybe in the next school holidays, I would love to bring the boys up to this way and show them the houses that we lived in and like just drive around the roads that we always used to sort of like the plate the parks we used to go to the roads we used to live in and pull up outside our houses show the boys we drove past the hospital that George was born in because George was born whilst we were up there and that was quite a weird feeling like he didn't really I don't think he really realized that he was born in a different hospital to all of us um so yeah I said that to Craig I said wouldn't it be lovely if we did that anyway that was on our way there and then on our way on our travels on the way back we stopped off at the services on the m25 coming back in the opposite direction obviously to come home and we went to get back on the m25 and it had been shut for roadworks overnight and we hadn't seen any signs for this that it was going to be shut it was really strange So we obviously had to take a detour. You know what I'm going to say now, don't you? So we kind of know in the area that we were in, we um, took a a little detour to get us back to a different motorway uh, that would then take us home. So the detour that we took, we got to one of the busy A roads and that bloody road was closed for roadworks as well, like completely closed And we were like, what the hell is happening? Anyway, so we put it in Google Maps and it rerouted us through like, you know, through the houses. And I know you know what I'm going to say. The route it took us, as it was getting closer and closer, I was like, shit, I recognise all of this. And would you believe it, the route took us right past one of our old roads that we used to live in, the one that we um, lived in just before we came back to Bristol, the last one we lived when we were in that area. And it was just surreal. Like, luckily it was dark and I couldn't really see too much of it. But like, it's one of those things. I know I wanted to go back there and take the kids there and see it and everything but like I don't know it's the kind of thing I needed to be mentally prepared for you know I wasn't prepared for that that day so I couldn't think about it too much otherwise I do get a bit emotional um not necessarily in a bad way but you know it's always emotional when you visit an old house isn't it so yeah the universe heard me and I accidentally manifested driving past one of our old houses I mean everybody was asleep in the back of the bus at the time so it was only me and Craig that actually knew that we were going past it um but it just goes to show that we're always manifesting even when we don't realize it so that is what I want to talk to you about today I like to call it like that particular example I like to call it accidental manifesting because it's something that we flippantly say or think and we don't necessarily really want the outcome or sometimes like in my case we do want the outcome but we're not really prepared for the um, implications or prepared for when it actually 
takes place. So I like to think of accidental manifesting as a reminder that we can manifest. I mean, there are certain things we can't manifest, obviously. I'm going to talk about this more later. But it's just a little reminder that your thoughts are really important. And this kind of, I guess, follows on nicely from what I very briefly spoke about last week, um, about checking in with your thoughts. Because our thoughts quite often do turn into reality. So just to take it back to basics for a minute... And if you want more detail on this, if you haven't listened to all my episodes, then I think I might have done one, um, maybe like episode three or four. I can't remember now. It was a long time ago, but I've done a more in-depth episode on manifesting. But to manifest literally means to turn an idea into reality. And there are many different beliefs around how we actually manifest. Um, And I guess because it is one of those like universal laws that there's no like actual scientific written down evidence to, to back this up. Like this is pure belief. So it's up to each individual what you believe on, you know, A lot of people think manifesting is a load of bullshit and of course the universe can't make things happen for us. Um, But I, and I'm guessing if you listen to me, then you probably feel the same as me, but I absolutely believe that we can manifest. Some people literally think we can turn any thought into a reality. And I do not believe this. Like, I don't think if I was to say, right, I have a tail, I want to have a tail. However much I believe and want it and feel all the emotions that have to go with it, as much as I want that and feel it, I'm never going to grow a tail. What I believe is that we can manifest things. But sometimes, sometimes we have to do the inspired action that I've talked about in many of my episodes. And that sometimes we just have to leave it down to the universe. So going back to my accidental manifestation, when I said to Craig, I'd love to take the boys to see one of you know our old houses when we lived London way. Obviously, that wouldn't happen unless I was in that area. Like I'm not going to suddenly wake up one morning and we're all going to suddenly just be in that area and I can show the boys. We would we have to put ourselves in the position for that to be able to become reality. And by travelling back from France, we were putting ourselves in that position. So the universe was like, I hear you, here you go. And I wasn't expecting that, silly me. But I love little signs like that from the universe to say, I've got your back. Um, it didn't feel like that at the time because it did add an extra hour onto our journey. Um, we ended up getting home in the very, very wee hours of the morning. But yeah, I just like that little reminder every now and again that we are always manifesting. So how do we actually manifest? Again, I have talked about this in the past, but I'm just going to give you a little recap now. But according to many law of attraction and manifesting experts, we manifest by putting energy into things. So obviously, energy 
Like everything is energy. I can't say this enough. And all energy vibrates at a particular frequency. So all our thoughts, all our things, like everything is energy and vibrates at a frequency. All different frequencies. And so we manifest by being a vibrational match for something. And that is what we will attract. According to the law of attraction, that is what we will attract. So when you manifest something, when you want to manifest something, you at some point have to match the energy of the thing that you want to attract. So that's why some things are really easy to manifest and other things are really hard to manifest. It would be really hard to manifest something that, well, it's impossible to manifest something that you really don't believe and that you can't imagine how the emotions you will feel, the vibrational frequency you will be when you are matched with what you want to manifest. It's impossible. And that is why we have to do um, sometimes a lot of clearing work, work through our limiting beliefs. But you have to truly believe that you're capable of achieving the thing that you want to achieve, manifesting the thing you want to become reality. Because if you don't believe it, then how can you possibly um, try and imagine the emotions you'll feel when you do achieve it? And like on the other hand, some things are really easy to manifest um, and they're not always positive things because of the frequency that you're vibrating at. So if it's something that you can really get behind, like if you've got really negative feelings towards yourself and you're thinking, oh, this um, business that I've set up, this side hustle that I've set up, it's going to fail, it's never going to take off, then of course that's what is going to manifest because you can get behind it. You are feeling those feelings and so that is what you're attracting. Now, when it comes to like vision boards and visualization and all the other things I've talked about when it comes to manifesting, they are um, they are not manifesting themselves, if you know what I mean. You probably don't know what I mean because I haven't explained myself yet. But what I mean is they are the tools that you use to get there. So what I mean by that is the way we manifest is by like I said is becoming a vibrational match for the thing that you want to achieve and like sometimes it's impossible to know what that vibration is what that frequency is but you do this through emotions like all of our emotions vibrate on a particular frequency and obviously things like love and gratitude um, happiness things like that, generosity, they are all very high frequency, high vibration. Whereas on the lower scale, you've got, you know, sadness, jealousy, anger, you know, things like that are obviously low vibration. So when we use our tools to help us manifest, what we are doing is using them to help us raise our vibration and increase our belief and our faith in achieving those things. So um, visualization, for example, 
I find visualization really helpful because it really helps me um it really helps me believe and if you can visualize yourself you know how you would react when you achieve the one the thing you want to achieve and how you will feel like the emotions you'll feel who you will tell first um those kind of things they really help you believe so visualization is really important for me but it doesn't work for everybody um some people find it really hard to visualize so obviously vision boards can help with that as well and they are all doing the same thing affirmations are another tool that we can use and affirmations um help us reassure ourselves I think is probably the right word and um try and if you repeat affirmations over and over enough then the theory behind them is that eventually you will believe that you can achieve them but even with affirmations um what they are doing is changing how you feel about yourself the emotions you feel about yourself and a lot of them if you really analyze them a lot of them revolve around self-confidence self-belief self-worth so if we can feel those feelings and that isn't easy trust me I know that isn't easy um but it's the I think the point I'm trying to make is it's all about when you're trying to manifest it's all about how you feel the emotions you feel so all of the tools that you can use alongside it just focus on how you feel when you're using them the thing we have to go really careful with when manifesting is remembering that some things are going to come up that you don't like and things are going to happen to us that we don't like and if we are when we focus on manifesting so much then we might start to believe that the things that happen to us we've manifested ourselves and this I mean this is actually called toxic manifesting but one of the questions I've been asked quite a few times in the past is when shit things happen have I manifested it myself and I mean there's no easy answer to this because I do believe I mean I'm by no means saying that my belief is right or wrong but because I believe in the law of attraction and because I believe in the law of vibration I do believe that at some point when rubbish things do happen I do believe that at some point we must have been a vibrational match for it. However I do also believe that sometimes really shit things just do happen and it's actually if you think about it a really um, low vibrational emotion to go down the, the route of thinking have I manifested that bad stuff myself just concentrate on raising your vibration like just remember shit things do sometimes happen and it's how you deal with it moving forward is what is going to reflect what you attract moving forward I don't know. These are just the things that I'm, you know, I'm still learning about all this myself. I'm still, it's all still trial and error for me. And the most important thing to remember <clears throat> is that there's no hard and fast rules. Like, yes, if you go back to um, thinking about my accidental manifestation, the universe literally took my thought and put it into reality when there are other things that 
you know, we think and speak out loud that we really want, that doesn't come into such a literal reality. And it's, you know, a different kind of um, interpretation of that thought or um, desire. So yeah, the biggest takeaway for me that I've learned in this last week is, like I said last week, um, check in with your thoughts. If you notice yourself thinking something or wanting something that actually you don't really want, then change the way you're thinking. Like flip it round straight away. And even if you make a joke and say, like talk to the universe, say, no, I didn't mean it. I take it back. Yeah, it sounds silly, but you know, why not give it a try? Because the reality is we all think thoughts that we don't really want to think. We all think um, about situations that we don't really want to come into manifestation. So when you notice yourself doing those, take it back straight away. I'd love to know if you've got any accidental manifestation stories. Um, Please do let me know. Obviously, drop me a DM on Instagram. I love to hear from you. Before I go, um, I just want to say hello to... um, any new followers, um, any new listeners, I've noticed in the last couple of weeks there's been a nice little flurry of um, new people having a little binge on all the episodes. So hello if that's you. I hope you are enjoying what you are hearing and I hope you carry on listening. Um, please do introduce yourself. Find me on, you can find, I always post a link in the show notes where you can find me. You can either drop me a message um, or an email or you can find me on Instagram. I'm Lisa Davidge underscore loving life or like I say just have a look on the link that I've posted in the show notes. I can't wait to hear from you. If you really like what you're hearing then why not leave me a review. If anything has resonated with you and you want to carry on listening then please do give me a review and tell me why so as I can keep on doing it. That's all from me today. Um, Have an amazing week and I will speak to you next week. Don't forget, check in with your thoughts. We don't want any accidental manifestations. Um, But I will speak to you next week. Bye.